Good morning, everybody. August the 9th, 2022. We just finished John chapter 11, verse 44, where Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. But Lazarus was bound in grave clothes. He was alive, but he couldn't walk. He couldn't talk. He couldn't see. He couldn't hear. He couldn't speak. My husband did a message one time, and he titled it Grave Clothes. And he said, you can be alive spiritually and bound. And that's the truth. And Jesus told the disciples, you set him free from the bonds that bind him and let him go. And when we think about that, when you receive Jesus Christ into your life, you don't know much at all. You're, you're just like a, a little baby. When a baby is born, the baby has everything he's ever going to get for life arms, legs, vital organs, mouth, brain, everything he's going to get. But he doesn't know anything. He doesn't even know he's born, but he is and he's alive. And we can be the same way when Jesus Christ comes into our life. We, we don't know what's happened to us, but we have everything we're going to need. When you receive Jesus, you receive Jesus. And you get all of him. And you get everything, but you don't understand it. And you're just like that little innocent newborn babe. You can't see. It takes a few days for the little baby's eyes to focus. And yet Jesus said to the disciples, loose him and let him go. So how can that apply to you and me today? When people receive Christ into their life, we have to understand they don't know anything. And those of us that have been believers for a while and had the opportunity and the privilege to study the Bible, we need to be available to, to help them be loosed from the bondage of sin. Now, what's the first thing that happens when, when Jesus Christ comes into your life? Well, your sins are forgiven, every last one of them. That's almost impossible to believe because they're in the person alive that hadn't sinned and hadn't done something they, they're sorry they did. And God not only forgives us, but he totally forgets it. He puts it as far as the east is from the west and remembers it no more. And we have a clean slate. We start all over again. And then the next thing we learn is that we have eternal life. And that means when you die, you're going to heaven. And I remember when, when the bondage of death was relieved, was a relief for me. I was so afraid to die, I wish I hadn't been born. And then I realized when I die now, I'll go straight to heaven. And there are a lot of people there that I know and love. And especially my husband is there. And so I'm not afraid. And the sting of death is gone. Man, I'll tell you, that is freedom to enjoy the day because you don't have to fear the future. And this man who was alive but bound couldn't walk. His legs were bound. He couldn't see. His eyes were covered. He couldn't hear. His ears were covered. And yet he told the disciples to let him let to take the bond, the 
bonds off of him and let him go. So how do we do that? Well, those of us that know and understand, when someone becomes a believer, we have to first help them understand what God's will is for their life. And what is God's will is found in Ephesians chapter 5. Be not drunk with wine, but be controlled by the Holy Spirit. That's God's will. His will for every person that comes to know him as Savior is to let him be in control. And what freedom that is. That's freedom to, to have confidence that what you do and where you go is of him. And you don't have to sit around worrying about what am I supposed to do, where am I supposed to go, what am I supposed to be. You just relax and let him guide you and lead you. And you can read his word. It says in 1 Corinthians that a newborn baby has to grow, a newborn Christian has to grow, and you have to see, you have to see the word. But until you become a believer, you can't understand it in the first place. So once he comes into your life, you're free to see what it says and to hear the, the voice of the Holy Spirit speaking in you. I remember the first verse that I ever understood all by myself was in 1 Thessalonians. And it said, I was just reading and it said, I have turned from idols to worship the living God and to wait for his coming. And when I read that, I thought, well, that's my testimony. I didn't know he was coming back until I went to that Bible class and prayed to receive Christ and, and learned that, that he's going to come back and take us all out of here. Or if I die, I'll just go straight to be with him. And I could hear that. As the teacher explained it, God revealed it to me. And so I, I learned to walk with him in control. I learned to read with him, my teacher. I learned to listen to that still small voice that guides and directs us. And when we begin to grow spiritually, it, it sets us free from the bondage of self. There's really nothing worse than to be in bondage to yourself. And everything you do is all about me. Everything you think about is all about me. That is a miserable way to live. And I don't care to live that way. I have done it in the past, and I don't want to again do it in the presence or in the future. So if you're listening and you're a brand new Christian, you gotta grow and you gotta have all the things that bind you loosened. And the first step is simply to let the, the Lord control your life by the power of the Holy Spirit. And now we go back to our story. Lazarus is raised from the dead. And um, many of the Jewish leaders who were with Mary saw this happen. They saw him come alive. They finally believed on him. I guess so. When they saw Lazarus dead and receive life again. But then here's our word, but again, I'm reading from the Living Bible, verse 45, 46. 
but there's always a but there's the positive on the left and the negative on the right some went away to the pharisees and reported it to him to them now wouldn't you think that if if someone was dead and they came back to life you'd be excited well what did they say the chief priests and the Pharisees convened a council to discuss the situation. Isn't that interesting? When we come alive spiritually, I don't know of any lost people that would rejoice. They would just say, oh God, what's happened to her? That's what they said about Sam and me. They'd gotten real religious. What in the world are they doing? We were the least religious people that you would ever hear from because religion is man's effort to reach God and Christianity is God reaching man and we were so excited that God had reached us and he had come into our life and given us eternal life and the, the question they said is what are we going to do about this isn't that amazing they ask each other, this man really does miracles. Now, listen to what they said. If we leave him alone, the whole nation will follow him. And then the Roman army will come and kill us and take over the Jewish government. These are the Pharisees and the scribes. They could care less that this man was dead and now was alive. Who were they thinking about? their own self. One of them, Caiaphas, who was the high priest, said, you stupid idiots. Isn't that amazing? Let this one man die for the people. Why should the whole nation perish? This prophecy that Jesus should die for the entire nation came from Caiaphas in his position as high priest. He didn't think of it by himself. He was inspired to say that. It was a prediction that Jesus' death would not be for Israel only, but for all the children of God scattered around the world. Isn't that amazing? I doubt Caiaphas knew what he was saying, but, but he was, the Spirit told him to say that. So from that time on, the Jewish leaders began plotting Jesus' death. Why did they want to kill the man that raised Lazarus from the dead? Because they were afraid of what would happen to them. They weren't excited about what happened to Lazarus. It was all about me. If we don't do something about him, the Roman government will kill us and take away the Jewish government. Now, when Jesus heard this, he stopped his perfect public ministry and he left Jerusalem. And I just love the fact that when there's murmuring and complaints, Jesus just turns and walks away. And if he's our guide and our leader, that's what we should do. I don't believe God would have us engaged in a fight and stir up confusion and discord. He went to the edge of the desert. Who was in the desert? Probably nobody. 
But he did go to a village of Ephraim and he stayed there with his disciples. You see, he wasn't gonna get involved in that. He never did. The Passover, a Jewish holiday which celebrated the Passover in Egypt when Pharaoh kicked the Jewish people out, it was near and many people arrived in Jerusalem several days early so they could go through the cleansing ceremony before the Passover began. You see, they had to offer sacrifices. Jesus had not died. And God gave Moses the law of cleansing. Do you ever realize how fortunate we are that we don't have to go through all that? We don't have to go through ceremonial laws to be cleansed. We have to bow our head and admit our faults. And 1 John 1, 9 says, God forgives us and cleanses us. And they had come to be cleansed for the Passover. They wanted to see Jesus as they gossiped in the temple. They would ask each other, what do you think? Is he gonna come for the Passover? I can just hear him now. You think he'll be here? Will we get to see him? Meanwhile, the chief priests and the Pharisees publicly announced that anyone seeing Jesus must report him immediately so that they could arrest him. They were after him to save their own position in society. So don't be surprised if the lost people in the world are not excited that you get saved. See how they treated Jesus and how do you think they'll treat us? Certainly no better. I hope you're excited over being a child of God. It's the most exciting thought that exists in the universe today. God is my Father. My sins are forgiven. I have eternal life. I do not have to be bound by ego and self-centeredness. I can turn my life over to God and allow the Spirit of God to control me, that I might walk by His power and hear His voice. Thank you for listening, and God richly bless you on this great day.